Alright, Jake, what'd you think about it? Killers of the Firemen. You loved, I loved it? it. Let me, yeah, let me pull up my notes because I got a lot of this one. Let's see. Whoa! Whoa! Episode 8. Welcome back. Hell yeah. Let's get after it. It's almost Halloween season. It's getting cold outside. Speaking of cold outside, uh, we were in Ohio. Uh, Known for being oh, cold. baby. It was game day, uh, Ohio State, Penn State. Got to go uh, see the uh, where we grew up. We grew up in Columbus, Ohio till we were like 10, and uh, it was fun to be back. Yeah, it's normal for me because I go to school here, but yeah. Ty came in town. It was nice and cold on their arrival. Yeah, we went to the Penn State, Ohio State game. College game day was there. It was a big scene, and then the game happened, and uh, well, let's just say it was a classic Big Ten football game. Yeah. Nice and low scoring. I was just about to say that uh, classic Big Ten, but Marvin Harrison Jr. He was having his way, so it was fun to see him have some highlights. Well, they all seemed to be happening on the opposite end of the fifty, and then once they got to midfield, they didn't know what to do with the ball, and then they'd punt it away. But he yeah. was making a lot of plays in like the thirty. He was getting to the fifty. It was good. He got one touchdown. Yeah, he was having his way. Uh, McCord struggled, a lot of sacks, but you know Penn State's gonna bring it. So yeah, yeah great that, atmosphere. That was a tough I, one to go through. I haven't been back in Ohio State in a while. It's been like seven years maybe since I've been there. And I got to bring my girlfriend and she got to experience it for the first time. And I think she had a great time. Yeah, Zach was obviously on the team. Uh, he was down there. Jake got to see him pregame. What was that like seeing Dude. Zach? I, I know you're probably used to it because you go there, but... Yeah, it was cool. It was brief. We just said what up. Uh, Mom got the hug, so she's happy. Yeah, we were just bouncing around. Did get a sweet view of the best damn band in the land coming out. I got uh, right next hey, to that... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, goalpost. I was right there and uh, got a straight shot of uh, the guy. I don't even know his name, but he just touches the feather with the back of his head. And yeah, leads the uh, the band. I got yeah. a, I got a little emotional watching that. It, hey. I I hadn't been to a game all year, and it, it brought me right in. It was sweet. Fun to see the band again for sure. Just thinking about some memorable moments at Ohio State. Game day, obviously, we would go if there's game day at, in Columbus. Probably the most memorable game day for me is when LeBron came. Uh, and Jake got to sit on his lap uh, for that last pick. That was pretty cool right there. Goddamn right. I beat you to the spot, boy. I know. I thought I was going to get it, man. <laughs> I thought I was going to get in there. <laughs> I mean, uh, what do you mean by that? Come on now. I actually did get him to sign a uh, basketball for me, and it's still uh, sitting in my apartment. Not in this one, back uh, back at home. But, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm holding on to that one. It says uh, LeBron James, go Bucks on it, like Ohio State. I do remember that one. Super deflated ball, but it's it's yeah. a memorable one. I remember that one. I have a photo of me sitting with him, like on the desk that day. I didn't really know how uh, how much of in the presence of greatness I was uh, at that moment in time, but I wish I would have known. Uh, I can't remember what LeBron, year that he's was. He's an absolute legend. It was 2008. What also was cool, I ran into some uh, people who I guess used to carpool us to kindergarten. They said their favorite story of uh, us was... She was saying how she hopes Michigan loses, like they're playing some other team. And uh, we were like, actually, we want Michigan to win this one because it makes the Big Ten look better. And then she was like, what's the Big Ten? The mom thought it was funny that uh, we were absolutely dialed in at eight years old, just completely brainwashed to cheer for the Big Ten and for Michigan unless we're playing them. Like, that's kind of what the mindset was when we were younger. That had ingrained that into our systems. And, like, yeah, all our all our Ohio State buddies thought we were crazy for wanting to pull for uh, the maize and blue. We only pull for them when they aren't playing Ohio State, uh, which yeah. was when they played Michigan State this weekend. We got to see... Uh, well, I didn't really watch that one, to be honest. I just saw the score at halftime, and I was like, yeah, 
I thought yeah. that was about what was gonna, how I was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I wonder if it's because um, if it's Michigan's really good, like J.J. McCarthy, like he's a good quarterback, or it's Michigan State just that bad. They're down in the dumps this year. It's it's not looking good for them. Yeah, it's been the last few years, honestly. They had that great defense in 2016, I remember, 2015. They just haven't been winning games, and the, yeah. these big games like this just expose them. So It's not good. Speaking watch. of another team who lost, UNC lost to yeah. Virginia, bro. Shout out Coach Elliott. Uh, he coached when we were both at Clemson. Um, that big great guy. Uh, that's a big win for the program over there. That's that's He's starting to turn it around over there. Yeah, it was a battle. This It was like back and forth at the beginning of the game. Uh, UNC had plenty of opportunities to come back in the game with like turnovers and whatnot. Uh, but Virginia, they prevailed, you know. Mike Hollins got three touchdowns. Could have been four, but as he was going into the end zone for his fourth one, he fumbled to the back of the end zone, which like gave them that opportunity to go down the field and try to like take the lead. But uh, UNC wasn't able to do it. They're now they've been dethroned as a, a team that's undefeated this year, and uh, we only have a few le- of those left. Yeah, you got to think uh, Drake May's got to be that's got to hurt his Heisman, Heisman odds a little bit losing to Virginia like that. So USC, speaking of Heisman, uh, Caleb Williams been the Heisman frontrunner for a while here. We're starting to see him them self destruct a little bit. USC uh, they played Utah. They lost to him last year. Didn't you say they lost to him? Yeah, so this is 0-3 for Caleb Williams himself. He has not been able to beat the Utes since his uh, time at, at USC. You have here, you, you said that uh, Caleb Williams didn't score any thro- passing touchdowns, but uh, that would have been helpful by the end of the game. But throughout the game, he was scoring with his legs and like getting them into positions to score. It just happened to be like they caught a ball at the one yard line and then they got in. They still played well. Uh, up until that last half, I believe. It was a 21 game, like consecutive games with a throwing touchdown pass, which is like unheard of. That's like at least like a season and a half, like you're throwing a touchdown pass every game. That doesn't happen everywhere. It's good to see the Utes like get a win over USC and well, game day is going there next week. So I'm super excited for that one against Oregon. Yeah, I like to coach a lot, Kyle Whittingham. He does a great job. Uh, He also announced that Cam Rising will not be joining the Utes for the rest of the season. So... I think Bryson Barnes yeah. is their guy, and they kind of realized that. Oklahoma, they survived the uh, upset uh, by UCF. Kind of a cool storyline there. Dylan Gabriel, he transferred from UCF, which is cool to see. And uh, yeah, that, that was a back-and-forth game. Oklahoma ended up pulling it out. That's a big one for them. Yeah, I know I know Venables. Uh, I played under Coach Venables at Clemson. I know he's quite upset about uh, how they performed on defense. You know, they're going to bounce back. It's super hard to motivate a team to play these kind of games where you want to look past like a team with one one win or two wins. But I'm glad, you know, these guys were able to pull it out because I'm pulling for Oklahoma. You, you win a big game against Texas and then you play in UCF. Like that's not like the biggest game of all time. So the guys are kind of like, we've we've arrived. That's when it's the most dangerous right there. And, and UCF's one of those teams. They're a sneaky team that likes to cause some problems. Some of these big programs. Coach Venables would always preach uh, complacency and to not be that way to get get out of there with a win is is a is a big deal good teams win those kind of games when you aren't supposed to bama came back uh in the second half they went 20 points unanswered i think towards the end of the game it was a close call yeah that's there in my top four i was kind of worried i was like oh gosh 
It was yeah, it was twenty points unanswered uh, in the second half, and and it was a big big time surge out of them. Tennessee is a good team. I mean, that's always going to be a rivalry going back and forth. So Tennessee Bama, big rivalry. Bama comes out on top. They're showing that they deserve and be in that top four for me. So that was that was good to see. Yeah, they really needed the second half that they provided. That first half was looking tough. You're just like, geez, I haven't seen the Saban team do this before. Like just when you thought it was bad, like they're going to lose the Tennessee too. Yeah, glad they got the win. Milro starting to find his bearings a little bit, but it was a little shaky start. They played Tennessee last year and lost to him. Uh, that was a big uh, talking point last year for Tennessee. Bama came back uh, and, and got the dub this year, so that's good for them. I don't know if you can tell, but it's getting a little smoky in here, and it's well documented that you actually do not like smoking cigars, but how are you going to celebrate this one tonight? Well, I'll chew on one for a while. Here you go. I'll tell you that. There we go. All, <laughs> All right, Jalen, over here. He's going to chew on it tonight. I don't know what you're going to be doing, buddy. Um, and then one last thing from college football. I just wanted to say RIP, a moment of silence for uh, Iowa. Uh, they uh, they had a guy who was calling a fair catch, but... Crawford steps up to the five. High end over end punt. DeGene not going to touch it until now. Little spin down the sideline. Got some space. Here he comes. Got a chance. He scores. After reviewing the play, the returner waved his left hand, which is an invalid fair catch signal. Therefore, by rule, the ball became dead upon recovery. The ball be placed at the 46-yard line. Clock operator, please reset the game clock. I guess the refs had thought Peter meant uh, a fair catch, and uh, he took it back for a touchdown. Uh, would have took him up oh, no. with the lead with two minutes left. And, uh, yeah, they were like, no, you waved your hands. And he's like, dude, I was just trying to, like, you know, say it. Don't guys get away from the ball because I'm about to get this thing off the hop. But, uh, yeah, so it's tough to see. Shout yeah. out, Ty. Shout, shout out, Ty. Ty shout out, Mike Francois, my uh, trainer. We're here uh, for you guys. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're here for you if you need a call, need a buddy to talk to. In week nine coming up, like we mentioned earlier, Utah plays Oregon, which is going to be game day. That'll be a fun one. Not sure if we're making the trip yet. Shout out Chase, our little brother. He's got uh, some playoff games starting this week, so yeah. we will be in town to uh, support him. Or uh, Ben, our dog, didn't get to travel. Funny. Little competition yeah. to see who can travel between us and Ben. So I think Ben's the favorite. I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. So he'll he'll probably make his for way for the out Pac-12 to, uh, games. He's a big Pac-12 guy, I guess. Yeah, so. huge. And then UCLA plays Colorado in the Rose Bowl Stadium, and uh, the the stadium sold out. Uh, so Colorado, even though losing a couple games, uh, there's still that hype around them. And UCLA is a fun team to watch. I like their running back a lot. Uh, they run some hard-nosed football. And yeah, typically the only for- time a UCLA home game is sold out is for the Rose Bowl at the end of the year. So it's good to see uh, Colorado bringing the hype to UCLA. And uh, they're going to have a fun one with a lot, large crowd. Yeah, Georgia plays Florida. That's probably their biggest test of the year. Florida's not a ranked team, but still Florida. They got the athletes. They've won some big and games. Georgia this year, looking a little they? shaky. Oh uh, yeah, Florida, uh, Florida's Florida's upset some people. Yeah, I believe they played Tennessee and beat them. Yeah, they beat them at home. Yeah, they they got a good running back in yeah. in Trevor Etienne out there. So who's that number he, one wide receiver guy? That kid's a freak too. He's all yatted up. Yeah, he looks he's a good sweet. player. He looks he so made cool. a crazy catch uh, like early on in the year. Georgia Georgia's going to be challenged. 
Yeah, no doubt. Oklahoma's facing off against Kansas. This may be the game that they were looking forward to in front of uh, while they were playing UCF this past week. This is going to be a battle. Was- Kansas Kansas was bringing it at the beginning of the year. They've had a few losses, but uh, they're definitely a team that can uh, compete and bring it to the Sooners. So Yeah, absolutely. All right, NFL. So this past week, Thursday Night Football, Chase, our younger brother, uh, who's playing quarterback in high school? He kind of bullied our dad a little bit into changing the uh, graphic for like Thursday night football. There's this picture of him, and uh, like whenever they get in an argument with my dad or something like, like it's just like all fun and games. But like <laughs> he'll just like throw this picture up in the group chat in our family group chat, and it's this picture of my dad looking extra large. Uh, and there's no <laughs> words that need to be said. It's just like. It's just posted. It's right there in yeah, his face. That's you know like exactly what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's little mic exactly drop. He's trying to do that. But uh, my dad actually ended up getting them to change it because uh, <laughs> uh, he didn't want uh, any more trash from uh, from Chase, I'm assuming. Yeah. So. I'd say there a bit, there's a bit of an improvement, but it still needs some work. I, I don't know. I, I think they just pulled it for and photoshopped third. and shrunk it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. No clue. Sam, you could yeah. help him out probably. Yeah. All right. Oh, Ty. Uh, Ty, uh, I know you had a, a big fantasy thing that you uh, had posted on TikTok that you were pretty proud about. You want to tell the people about it? Yeah, you know, uh, I posted a little TikTok. Alone at the edge of a universe humming a tune For merely dreaming we were snow. But it did pretty well, and uh, a lot of people can relate to uh, if your fantasy team's not doing well, that's the worst team like that can not do well. I your mean, own you skin's just don't in the wanna, game, bro. Yeah, your own skin's I mean, in the game. You don't want to send someone. Yeah, because if you come in last place, you're gonna have to end up like sending someone's kid to school. I've seen some some wild things being said. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a pretty that's awesome. a funny thing. I'm up by 20 points right now, and it is just because the team I'm playing did not start three people, and I only won by 20 points. So holy crap! And I don't think I'm gonna win this week. I I'm up yeah. five points with uh, George Kittle against me. It's not looking great. Uh, we should be back next week. I always say that, but. Hey, next one, the next one, the next one. Uh, let's get into the NFL, though. Miles Garrett, let's talk about that performance that he had. Did you wow. Did you see game record? The, the, yes, that's the word right there. He had yep. two fumbles, Strip one sex. of them for a touchdown. Yeah. He yeah. jumped over the line and freaking took that ball off the kicker's foot. He's a like, freaking athlete, dude. I, I don't know how he's doing all that stuff that big. The Browns had he no business the winning this game. Yeah. Yeah. They won by one against the Colts. The Colts had Minshew mania running around on the field. I mean, he was looking aggressive. He was almost, uh, I was about to like say freak of the week for that guy. People didn't know he had legs like that. He he ran, he scampered in for a touchdown. He was running around out there. Hey, when he and ran he was in, dotting people up. I thought he was going to do that 360 spike that uh, Anthony Richardson likes to do. No, we, awesome. no, <laughs> no, because then you get exposed. You can't, you can't top how Anthony Richardson. Well, it could have been a tip of the cap absolute... to Anthony Richardson. Like I don't know. It, I nah. I thought it would have been funny. <laughs> Dude, Minshew's his own guy, bro. I could see him doing like the belt buckle like Aaron Rodgers, but that, that's about yeah. it. Can we get him on the Titans? That's like all I ask. He we does bring the energy. I would love it. I would love that personally myself. Lamar Jackson, absolute yeah. animal. I mean, he was firing it to uh, Mark Andrews. They had a, they had a connection that game, and he was getting everybody, dude. It was, it was the, the hot Lions, Lions, bro. They had like four 
yards in the first uh, half or something like that. It was not looking good. Yeah, the offense wasn't clicking and the defense wasn't stopping. They, they've had like a great defense this whole season and uh, the Ravens just exposed them. I guess yeah. it's just because of the run threat of Lamar. You got to have another guy that takes care of him. And yeah, he found the holes. And he was doing everything in his power to put up 35 points. Yeah, they shut him down pretty aggressively. It was it was good to see. They they might yeah. be a sneaky team in the playoffs this year. They're competing with the He's Bengals in like that that AFC North. So we'll see how it goes. Kansas oh, City, bro. Yeah, they found a way to win again. Uh, that was a ball game. With Kelsey throwing it over his over his head, they pushing. I mean that that yeah. was a, that was a fun play to see. There was a lot of people up in the box that were thrown on camera. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, oh really? I don't I don't know about all that. Yeah. Wait, really? Oh, that's crazy. Uh, but Kelsey, I mean, he's on the fantasy team. We're bringing that back up again. He put up 35 himself, so it was pretty fun to watch. Great draft pick out of you. <laughs> Good investment. Uh, I, I know he, I just said I wasn't going to mention any names, but uh, I'm kind of scared of uh, Jackson Mahomes. Uh, oh, jeez. Peeking his way in behind uh, Taylor Swift. No, I think it's only no. a matter of time till <laughs> till they have a handshake. We'll see how that plays out for the rest Jeez, of the year. It's gonna be uh, what are you an trying interesting storyline. What are you trying what? to say, Ty? Jeez. What do you mean, though? Jeez, Jeez, Louise. Oh, Ty, did you have something to say about the Bears? Do, am I supposed to care about them? I didn't watch because Justin Fields wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Bears had Tyson Bagnet playing. Uh, I'm not sure where he played in college, but he came out and absolutely balled out. And his dad is a world champion arm wrestler. Uh, which is awesome, and he wrestled like some anchor like on the uh, sideline before the game. Yeah. Looks like a weapon. That's he's a sweet. baller, bro. Some of the like DJ Moore was hyping him up before the game, and he knew he he had it in him. I think he came in for a little bit the week before, kind of stepped up, and then this this week he got to kind of show what he's all about. Nice. And I then, like that. Uh, they need to the find Eagles. a new guy over there. No offense to Fields, yeah, but injury prone, and he can't make a play. It's tough. Uh, Eagles wearing their Kelly green. Uh, they play the, oh the Dolphins. Are we are we liking those unis? I love them, bro. And they gave the the like logo to whoever was covering them to put on their, uh, you know, next to their score down at the bottom. I thought that was a nice touch. I, I yeah, was a that big was cool. Fan. Some people were saying it looks like Hulu has live sports unis, so I like them too. Uh, Who that cares? Was, that was a good take, though. They're yeah. classics. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know they're classics. They're so good. Um, I just, I didn't see much of the, like, production out of the Dolphins offense, which was just odd. And, uh, the Eagles are capitalizing. Aside from a yep. pick six that, uh, Hurts threw, he had a great day. And, uh, A.J. Brown. Absolute weapon. Why'd the Titans trade this guy? I mean, this guy's... He was absolutely dominant on the outside. In a great system over there. And they have Devontae Smith to kind of, like, take away some of the... Defenders, like you can't just like double them because you got Devontae Smith on the other side. Yeah, he's yeah. a weapon for them. And the, yeah. the tush push, too. Your uh, head coach was saying it's uh, first and nine every time they get the ball. So, because they know they're just going to get that yard on the, with the tush push automatic. Amen. I like that he said that. That's the truth. Swift's back there in the backfield, but I like a little 35 action, too. They got some backs over there. They just cycle through. It's fun to watch. Yeah, Eagles are going to be a problem <laughs> uh, in, this, uh, in this race. This was a big test because, like, Dolphins are supposed to be like greatest show on turf. A lot That's of what speed. I was saying. I didn't. No production on offense for the Dolphins. Was I mean, Tyreek Kill got out a little bit. He had that one uh, reception for like over thirty or so. Yeah, they he they basically got shut down. All right, NHL 
Uh, Blue Jackets are two and two. The Preds are three and three. I have not really kept to my promise and watched a lot of games, but I will be problem? watching tomorrow. Hey, I will be watching tomorrow because Frozen Frenzy is now happening this Tuesday at 6 p.m. I know you guys are watching this on Wednesday, but you got to watch it next week. We'll pop up the little trailer for it right here. It's going to be action 24-7. It's going to be jumping back game <laughs> to game. And I'm going to get dialed in. I'm going to get a lot of knowledge out of that. It's going to be fun. Hey, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. I'm, I'm going to be diving in right there with you. Go Blue Jackets, baby. In my opinion, I love football. I love a lot of sports. Going to a game in person, there's nothing better than going to a hockey game, going to a playoff hockey game. It's going back and forth. There's big hits, oohs, ahs. And then your team scores a goal out of nowhere. Like, it's just that aspect of, like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And uh, just that with the crowd and being that close to the ice, it's a good time. I love I love yeah. going to NHL games. So Yeah, the energy from the opening when they introduce the players all the way throughout the game, it's about the same. At least in those playoffs that I went to, that's just ingrained in my mind. That's what, that's what NHL is. So Yeah, that's what every I, game's like. Yeah, so. Yeah, I love it. And they, they, I mean, I think it's cool too because it's obviously got to be an enclosed stadium, so that all that noise is just trapped in there. So it's super loud. They gotta get a little fancy with the, like how they play some chants and stuff during the play because it's always happening, kind of like soccer. You're just like it's, it's always happening. So even though I don't like soccer, I'm just saying in terms of the chants that you get in that that kind of setting. Um, yeah, the NHL does it right. It's a it's a fun watch uh, in person. Is uh yeah, it's another level. Yeah. All right, guys, we're doing a new segment on the show where we're gonna talk about our freak of the week, which is just a standout player that we think needs a little more recognition. Who's your guy? Who popped off this week? Yeah, I mean, I'll go back to our our Browns game. Miles Garrett, I think, is like an absolute. Uh, demon when it comes to blowing up plays. Look at him come off the edge here, dude. He slips under that, grabs the arm, fumble. That's the first play he made right there. Then next oh, this play. Oh, nuts. Oh, math gay. Let me line this up. Bang. He jumps over the center. Wait until you see this angle. Ooh. I know. It just goes dude, clean not, over you're the not top. to do that, bro. Easy. Oh, bro, this play? And then here we go. Ah. I mean, this is... Like you can, this is making a difference right here. You get a touchdown out of what he does, like immediately after he does it. Like just in case you didn't think he was the freak of the week, now you know. Look at him, dude. That's a ten point swing, like just single handedly. I know out of him, maybe. And then it and probably it was a one point game. First strip set. And it was a one point game. Led to a touchdown too. So that's like, I mean, he's blocking passes. He's dude. absurd. Kid's an animal. That's a great pick out of you. Mine is actually someone who didn't even play this week, but he was stretching. And I know why it might sound crazy, but just watch this what? clip. This is Wemby, bro. The Spurs picked up this animal, number one pick overall. <laughs> Dude is more flexible than a gymnast, and he's seven six. His wingspan is. Oh no! Don't I think. Okay. He can do no, the that's splits. Not okay. That's, that's not my okay. freak of the week right there. Is that nuts? All right, that makes sense now. That makes a lot of sense why you would say that. I had no clue where this was going before, but okay. Yeah, he's a freak. He's a freak. He's a freak. He's an alien. Can confirm. NBA season starts, uh, I believe, tomorrow, so should be uh, fun to watch. We aren't particularly the biggest fans of the NBA, but uh, we will we'll be uh, looking stay for a poster yeah. dunk. 
Where, yeah, we want to see this Wimby kid get, get active. We want to see this kid get well, active this year. Well, that's the thing. I don't think he's very, uh, you know, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't know how what? he's going to do. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen, seen seven, clips. Six, I've bro. seen clips. I've, I've seen, seen clips, clips too. This kid's an animal. Let's roll the clips uh, right now. Yeah, yeah right. roll the clips that I'm talking about right now. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's... He's, I, I mean, the first day he put on the uniform, he went out there and tried to shoot shots, and he was like one for ten. Hey, he looked good in the preseason, jump though, shots. That's all I'm saying. He's like taking oops from behind his head, like they're throwing it over his head. He's like... Doesn't even have to okay, jump. I'm, I'm excited to see it because I was already out of like that was my first impression. So, bro, you gotta see, see this preseason see game. He was popping off. Last thing, sports uh, wise, there's a boxing match. It's it's uh, Rocky esque. Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. Ngannou's mm. a UFC f uh, fighter. He's like just a like a heavyweight yeah. guy. Never boxed. Yeah, he's the guy you pick in the UFC video game just because he's a yeah. five-star guy. He's been preparing for 12 weeks uh, for this fight, just kind of like learning how to box and doing things like that. Like this is going to be an all-time fight. Naganu, very like poised and like well-collected in his thoughts. He's like, he's not like kind of like Tyson Fury yeah. where he's kind of like a pol polarizing figure who goes yeah, Fury's the one who to... sells the tickets. Naganu is oh, like yeah. a guy who who's just like a killer. You, he's just going to put for? you down. Yeah, I, I'm, I watched I'm, the I'm going interview Nagano and I'm, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm a Ganu guy. Tyson Fury might win, might because he's a boxer, he's just he's the best boxer in the world. Yeah, there was a lot of respect both ways, and there was a clip of Tyson Fury like telling Naganu how he was going to beat him. So I don't know if he's showing his cards or if he's he does playing this my with games. every fight. He does this with every and fight. It seems like Naganu, bro, is trained by Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's in his in his corner. And Tyson That's Fury cool. was named after Mike Tyson. It feels like a Rocky movie, bro. This feels like a movie. I'm definitely tuning yeah. in. I don't really follow. You sold me on like, it. This is what boxing boxing is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. I I think we're gonna move on to the movie section now. Super pumped I about love this one. movies. Yes. All right, we got Killers of the Flower Moon, directed by Martin Scorsese. In the 1920s, members of the Osage Native American tribe of Osage County, Oklahoma, are murdered after oil is found on their land, and the FBI decides to investigate. All right, Jake, what do you think about it? I Killers loved of the it. Flower Moon. You loved, I loved it? it. Let me, yeah, let me pull up my notes because I got a lot on this one. All right, here's my initial opinions. I thought it was Let's a super it. interesting premise. These guys are basically marrying and then eventually killing these Indian people for their money. Such a crazy thing. One point that I just want to make while I mentioned the marrying, I did think that the marriage part was quick, but it does make sense for it being at such a time crunch with this movie already being so long as it is. If you're looking to see this movie, you have to know uh, it is three hours and 40 minutes long. So yeah. it's a big chunk of your day. I did not know how long it was going into it. And uh, I was like, holy shit, like this thing is just going. It's a yeah. commitment. But I, but I think it's worth uh, watching just because of like how impactful the story is and whatnot and yeah. uh, it's worth learning about because it's our history and that's part of the reason why I love it so much I love movies where the premise is about uh, our past and something that we can learn from Scorsese is known for like diving into how men pay for their sins in life and that's what this movie is about right here and it's about I, uh, just organized crime as well Scorsese is known for Goodfellas and kind of that mafia aspect we get a similar kind of thing here but it's uh, within the Osage Nation one thing that I'd say uh, before we get into the actors and stuff is I wish there was more focus on the detectives it feels like 
they have too many characters to try to juggle by the end and like i'm super curious about how they they end up catching these guys so i think and plemons is the guy he's the guy in uh, breaking bad and stuff with the red hair he's the sheriff that comes into town or the government yeah. guy that comes into town i wish he got a little more spotlight than he did he was definitely the face of that group but i think it was lacking when it came to like getting him involved in the script Dude, he's um, such an eerie character, like kind of weird uh, cadence in his voice, and yes, good like yeah, bad guy, but like trying to act like a good guy, like if that makes yes. sense. No doubt, I agree with that for sure. It was weird seeing him in the good guy role. Did, yeah, did you have a hard time because he just has this like awkward demeanor about him? Like, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah, if you want to pull weird. for him or not. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like usually you pull for the main character, but in this case, it was kind of interesting. Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, the lead of the whole movie. Yes. He plays a very interesting character who is one of those men who is trying to get with one of these Osage uh, ladies who has a lot of money. So do yeah. you want to dive into the characters? Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he plays this terrible guy in Ernest Burkhart. He makes him likable at times, which is just like a, he does a great job with that. And he gets, yeah, yeah gets pulled in different directions by his uncle. His name is uh, William Hale. He's played by Robert De Niro. And then he's getting from the other direction pulled by Molly Burkhart, who is his wife in Lily Gladstone. Uh, hey, Lily Gladstone thing, crushed it, by the way. Yes. She, every awesome scene she's in, she soaks up uh, like all your attention. Oh she did gosh. a great job. Her voice and then switching from the Indian language to the American, like kind of country accent. Like that's a lot of uh, like depth in the character and a lot of range out of her. So yeah, uh, she felt super grounded in this role. Like I felt like I was watching the real thing when I was watching her. Like I, I yeah, was like, definitely. when she's on the screen, one guy that didn't feel that way. And Ty and I talked about this together is the lawyer in this one. Uh, Brendan oh, Fraser. He makes an appearance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I, that kind of took me out personally. I know Ty and I yeah. felt kind of similar in that, that sense. He's like, he's like, I have the right, like, yeah, he just started yelling. Even know, dude. <laughs> like he was just yelling and maybe it was just kind of like trying to be a funny moment, uh, just cause it is so long and they're trying to get some moments of comedy throughout and it's yeah, very heavy. For sure. Like I got in the car after and I was kind of like, like, wow, like that was, uh, a lot to take in. I want to go back to Leo real quick because I don't feel like I touched enough on it. He's not like a cunning bad guy. So Leo is like a bad guy in the sense of like he's doing the crime and doing all these things with his wife and stuff. He wears the guilt on his face. He's not smart enough to hide it. Like he's not like a psychopath or anything like that. And he doesn't let the feds, in feds into his house when they show up on his doorstep, which is super suspect. Yeah, there's some funny scenes that result from uh, this type of character. It's like a super interesting character that doesn't really know how like deep he's gotten into the trouble yeah. yeah i started hating him by the end of it and th this might be a hot take um in my opinion i don't really like leonardo dicaprio's like country accent i don't know what you said but it must have been indian for handsome devil <laughs> <laughs> like i think he's better as like a new yorker as like like wolf of wall street i've been a rich man and i have been a poor man and i choose rich every fucking time have anybody in mind that you would have cast instead of him? No, I mean, I think it was a good casting. I just don't buy the country accent as much as I buy his, his New Yorker accent. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I then, think he dude, does a fine dude, job. You have to talk about De Niro. Like, I think he was the best actor in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. I think 
I think he crushed it. He was he's in his yeah. element with this role. He he just like uh he knows how to play this smooth talking guy and this is the cunning one that that we uh we should be talking about for sure. Yeah. And he's he calls the, all he's the, the shots. One, he's the brains behind all the operation that's going on. His character at one point uh gets mad at uh at Leo for like trying to cash in on insurance because it might raise suspicions of their workings, but then he decides that it's a good idea to blow up a house where there's like I don't think gas lines were a thing at this time. Hey, so spoiler. it's like, it's yeah. pretty. I mean, it's in yeah. the trailer. Talking from a cinematic yeah, that. perspective, did a great job. There's a lot of uh, like following shots, like especially that we, I believe you mentioned to each other. There's a scene in the house where you see DiCaprio have his kids kind of running around and even some uh, possible subjective camera movement that you were talking about, Jake. Yeah, just through the owl's eyes, maybe in that scene. Now that we're getting into stuff yeah. that's happening inside the movie. Yeah, I thought it was like, it was like a Goodfellas moment when they're going through the back through the uh, the bar when he's taking his girlfriend out for that night. Uh, not nearly as like I guess long, but it's still like a cool, nice long shot where they they go through the house and you kind of are seeing what uh, might be going on. It's a cool moment. There's a lot of dolly shots in this movie as well. Uh, I can't give specific ones. I know there's a there's one uh, in one of the murders which I I just like that kind of camera movement where it it like tracks along. Um, I think this movie takes its time in the cinematic shots. It like knew that like, uh, in particular, like when the, the, f there's like a field that's burning, uh, it really takes its time and like makes it, make sure to hammer home. Like this is a cool I'm gonna shot. Be honest, you, should, you should look at kinda, this for a long time. I was kind of confused by that. Definitely cool. Like camera wise, like with the heat kind of, uh, obscuring the camera, like lens, like kind of look. Um, but I was kind of confused by like why it, anything was burning at that point oh that was robert de niro he he was burning his his yard to collect insurance because he had uh he had like oh, insurance, to collect insurance? Money. yeah okay yeah yeah he did a lot of uh they were doing a lot of scams at the time over there this is uh, my biggest takeaway from the movie i think like it was cool like it's a retelling of true events so like you want to see what's happening but i think like we already knew De Niro was behind it for like the whole movie. Like it's great to like show the viewers something that the characters don't know. That's like a great tactic. But there's mm -hmm. also something like the suspense in the movie was kind of gone because you knew that like who was doing it and you knew that Leonardo DiCaprio's character was doing bad things too. Like, and it was kind of, the one thing I will say, it was kind of cool. Like he was hanging out with his wife and then it cut to like like a bagged man like with a bag over his head like stealing jewels from someone, and then the next shot you see DiCaprio with that jewel. So like you see that he's involved, but they don't like tell you like straight out, which I which I liked. But I also yeah. I kind of wanted to not know for like a little bit. The suspense comes from if the last Osage Lily Gladstone's character Molly Burkhardt if she's gonna die. That's kind of where the suspense is, and like who's going to get killed. So that, I mean, that's, that's part of the suspense, I think. Yeah. For what you're saying. But, um, one thing that's on that point where I felt like after watching the trailer and knowing that, uh, Jesse Plemons is going to be in the movie as the federal detective, I was always thinking about that. I was like, when is he going to show up and like save the day? Essentially. It could have been like, if I didn't see that he was in the trailer or anything or in the cast list, like then that, that would have been like a big moment where I would have been like, Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, um, like it was fun to watch, but like from a plot perspective, we kind of knew what we were getting. Uh, Did you have a favorite scene in the movie? 
What's yours? Well, I'll think about it. Maybe it'll trigger yeah. something. For me, I think the turning point in the film, even though Ty thinks there wasn't much of one, was when uh, the guy shoots the uh, the sad the sad Indian in the in the wrong side of the head, which gives away that it was a murder as opposed oh, yeah. to a suicide. And I think that was a super cool scene. And I like the way that Ernest reacts to that. And he gets all... Like, even before that, too. I, I have this guy's name in here, John Ramsey, who plays Ty Mitchell. Or it might be the other way around because I don't know this actor, but he does a great job in his role. He's like the guy with the mustache and the weird eyes. Yeah, that's like he's, at their, he was the like mining probably thing. my favorite. He was one of my favorite guys in the movie. Yeah. yeah, Ernest gets all pissed at him. He's like, you got to go do it right now. Just go do it. Yeah. And he like doesn't shoot him in the right side of the head. And then uh, that's when Ernest like finds out that he does it wrong. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I, like, I swear. It's so simple. The front is the front. The back is the back. He has to make it look like he done it himself. It just looks like murder. It's not supposed to be that way. You hear? I told him the front of the head. I said the front of the head, just like this, just like you told me. I, I promise you. I promise you. I swear on my children. No, 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 no. I don't swear on my children, King. Don't swear on your children. Makes you look foolish. I think the moments when Ernest broke down, like his character just kind of like fell apart, yeah. and that's yeah, when I'd you can tell Leonardo's ad libbing. You can tell it's not scripted. It's pretty. Funny. I liked the guy. I like that. Those scenes were great too. I'm just gonna bring up a different scene. That I liked sure. uh, the guy who just was like cold blooded, killing people. Uh, yes, I liked that too. He was like uh, brought in front of the court and like speaking, and they were like asking him if he did all these vile things, and he was like, "Yeah, I did it." Like he was like, "Of course." He's like, "Am I gonna get money from it? Like if I do it?" Like, and that, I thought it was funny when they kind of dove back into how he got involved. That was, yeah, that was an awesome scene. I agree with that too. One thing that I didn't mention earlier is I think the white people in this movie are like so desensitized to what they're doing to these people, like these native people. And like, they're like so openly talking about it too. Everybody knows that like De Niro is behind it all. Like after the house blows up, this guy walks up behind De Niro and he's like, you're getting a little too loud with this stuff. Like he knows that it's him. Yeah. And everybody's acting like they don't know when they're talking like around the Native Americans. That guy who told him that was from uh, No Country for Old Men. He's like the cash, the clerk when the oh yeah that one dude walks in him. and flips the coin. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's from. I have one thing that would that could have been better in this one. Uh, it could have been like the editing for me. Like the editing kind of felt a little off. There's a moment that I just mentioned earlier when they go kill the guy who's like a little suicidal the Native American, they like show this random shot of a bunch of guys covered in oil. And like my mind's like, oh, those are the guys that are going to come murder this guy. And then they just like, I guess it was just some yeah. imagery or something. I had no clue why yeah. I was in there. There's Super some weird place. jumps in time too, like a jump yeah. back and a jump forward. But yeah, it wasn't no, like they, a Christopher Nolan kind of jump back where like it, it's made to like be confusing points. Yeah, they described Anna's murder like in the trial like with what Ty was saying, and then immediately after that, they show how it played like, out. Yeah. I felt just kind of like weird. I was like, why aren't you just playing this like over top of the, like the narration? And then, and then obviously uh, the end was whack, right? Yeah. I was just about to we, say. Yeah. Yeah. Very Asteroid City-esque in the ending. Like I kind of thought I was watching a Wes Anderson film uh, for the ending. Very like not Scorsese, but some people were thinking it worked well just because... It is a true story, and they wanted to like bring it back to earth a little bit. So I could see, I see how that. it works. It didn't work for me personally. I was kind of like, I want to see what happens. Uh, yeah. It kind of took you out of the film, but and you're like, I had I had just sat through 
three hours, 30 minutes of this. And like, now I'm like, this is what I'm rewarded with at the end. I, I know you yeah, don't want to be rewarded at the end of every movie, but like I wanted to see the t- just like the time wasn't much of an issue for me though because I was in I was ingrained in that thing. Yeah, like I was kind of uh, the only time I I like came out a little bit was when I was like, why aren't we seeing more of the sheriffs like working behind the scenes? Like I want to see that kind of stuff, and I felt like we were stuck on DiCaprio a little bit too much. Um, yeah, but if it was a little bit shorter, just to make it more compact as opposed to like. Uh, what it was that would have been good i had this movie on my list for a little bit uh just because i saw the word cowboy in it i watched midnight cowboy convinced of his irresistible appeal to women texas dishwasher joe buck quits his job and heads to new york city thinking he'll latch on to some rich lady dang you right. like the same movie i know i it, i found a lot of similarities uh between this one and killers of the fireman disclaimer if you're uh tucker or gordy or any young buck out there don't watch this movie it's not worth it there's just too much going on that it isn't like for young brains so i'm just gonna say off the bat i gave this movie a three out of five mainly all based off of the cinematography aspect of the movie the plot was a little too much for me personally but i would love to dive into it so it's based on a novel by james leo Haley. my initial opinions uh like i mentioned probably wouldn't recommend it to a lot of people unless you're like a big film buff there was some fun aspects to it uh that i'll dive into the acting john voigt's in it uh who plays joe buck you might recognize him from national treasure he's the dad of nicholas cage in that movie that's what kind of oh, yeah. turned me on to the movie i was like it's called midnight cowboy this guy has a cowboy hat on i'm dialed in because i had never seen this guy young it came out in 1969 it was the year our dad was born so it's 53 years old this guy joe buck uh he wears a cowboy outfit you're kind of trying to figure out what's going on in the movie the beginning he moves from Texas, goes to New York, and then it starts to click upstairs a little bit. This guy's trying to get with chicks for money. That's basically what the deal is, which I was not prepared for. I thought I was watching a Western movie, uh, to be honest. Getting What's the tone into. of this movie? The It's like a dramatic film. John Voight's the main character, and then Dustin Hoffman, who's a famous actor. I'm not sure what else he's in, but he is really recognizable. He plays Ratso or Rico in here. He's a New Yorker. And he's uh, like trying to do anything he can do to get a penny. Um, both these guys are. Um, in the movie, Joe Buck kind of gets uh, weaseled out of some some money and uh, screwed over by this Ratso guy that he meets in New York while he's in there. And there's actually a song playing in the movie that, that fits perfectly with uh, just the tone. It's called Everybody's Talking by Harry Nielsen. We can start playing it right now. But... I got some vibes from Elf, you know, when like he goes to New York City and like everyone's kind of like, what is this guy doing here? Like, imagine like a guy in a cowboy costume like walking around and they're like, what is this dad doing here? Like trying to like pick up girls or just ask like where, where's like uh, the Statue of Liberty stuff like that and everyone ignores him. And then he finally gets like a girl to bite and that's when you kind of figure out he's trying to get paid for, for uh certain things um great score i will say that uh 10 out of 10 for the score and there's there's, there's also this really? funny song that that's, plays love that. when ratso dreams of going to florida that's his dream
and they play some funny music. There's a lot of like scenes where they're like imagining like a future with all these things that they don't have. Like there's a lot of dream sequences, uh, which are interesting from time to time. They take some uh, chances cinematically. One thing I, I got to mention, uh, some of my uh, favorite scenes. This is where the uh, hey I'm walking it. That's what that's what this movie's from. The, the, this is from that movie. Uh, Ratso says it when you first meet him, and I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, this is what that's from? Oh, this is sick. <laughs> but uh, we follow these characters. They're both down in the dumps. They kind of come together because, like, they're so out of money. And, like, uh, the Joe Buck guy is, like, trying to find this guy, and he's trying to, like, off him, basically. But then they end up becoming friends, uh, which is kind of fun to see. At the beginning, I thought it was interesting. He's playing peekaboo with this kid on a bus. I feel like that's kind of like a classic trope when you're, they're trying to like get you to like somebody. Like they're trying to get you to like the main character. Um, that happens. We saw that in the Joker when we turned that on briefly the other day. They kind of win you over with that. You're like, oh, it's a good guy. Like this is before I knew like what he was trying to do for a living. I'm about to drop a big one on any guys now. They they use the cool <coughs> the cool shop effect. What? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> talk, talk about what that is. I learned about I it uh, in some of my film classes. It's a uh, sequence. I'm going to read off the definition for you guys because I will not be able to explain oh, it Oh, thank well. you. Okay. It's a sequence of a shot that are seriesed in a way to make the audience feel a certain way about a character or moment. For example, in here, there's a dream sequence. As I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of dream sequences. There's these cops that are hitting him in the back. And as they hit him in the back, it counters to a uh, shot of like buildings falling. So it's like showing him crumbling down. If you offset a shot, it gives it more meaning. And then right after uh, the dream sequence, there actually is a building that's crumbled outside. At that point, you know they're rock bottom. Like this is like when they have no money. Uh, one thing I learned in my screenwriting class, and it felt like throughout the whole movie, this is what they're trying to do, is torture the main character. So you really like feel like this pain this guy's going through. So the colors are really campy. Like if you know what that means, it's like kind of like meant to pop. Uh, there's a lot of that throughout the film. And there's some cool sequences where it's like him at nighttime in the same place that he's in is in daytime. And then there's this scene where they go to a party and that's when they completely lost me. Really whack ending. Jake might enjoy it. I feel like he will if he was watching some of his other movies he's mentioned before. I did have a good time though. Like I gave it a, a three. Definitely an interesting what, movie. What time period is this? 1969 it came out. So I'm assuming it's the same. Around that same like, time. Yeah. Because I, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know if I was trying to think about him going into like uh, Western brothels or something. Just has a cowboy hat on okay yeah no he has a cowboy hat on and he stands out like a sore thumb i mean i think he might have got me beat. oh my god uh, all right yes yeah, you got me beat dude you got me beat i thought i was doing too much eyes wide shut but uh ty yeah. just rated the first x-rated movie on the show so good job ty. i didn't know it was x bro i just good job people buddy. on film Daddy. talk talked about it and they were like that's my favorite movie and i'm like oh okay i'll watch it because it has cowboy in it <laughs> guys don't watch it just because it has cowboy in Please the name don't. there's no cowboys there's no bulls there's no don't uh, fall victim like Taddy. okay yeah all right <laughs> it was a interesting time to say the least so first uh x-rated movie to win an academy award for best picture yeah all i said okay. was academy award best picture i was like all right i'll watch it and then because i wasn't thinking anything bad would happen that baby i'm kind of sweating talking about it right now so yeah, you just kind of put Very yourself out there. 
Yeah, good yeah, job, I did. Right. We can cut <laughs> this whole movie if you want. <laughs> no, I think it'll stay in. I think it will. Coming soon to theaters near you. Coming soon to theaters. Uh, we're going to watch a few trailers right now of some upcoming movies, and uh, we're just going to dive into them, give you guys our initial reactions. Yeah, we got Ferrari coming out this Christmas, Ty. You see, you see the trailer for that? Yeah, Adam Driver. I actually haven't seen the trailer, but uh, I Live know review? that the trailer is out. We could uh, review it right now. Love the location already. Good. Michael Mann, bro. I, I forgot to mention that. It's the same guy who made, who directed Thief and Heat, bro. There you go, right there. I'm already oh. in there, dude. I'm liking the audio. I'm beyond in. You have perhaps a crisis of identity. Am I a sportsman? Or a competitor? Competitor. If you get into one of my cars, you get in the win. Hell yeah, boy. Dude, Adam Driver looks so cool in this. <laughs> Dude, I've never seen him with the white I've never hair, seen like, him with the Yeah, bro. Let's go. The shades look sweet, too. You spend more than you make. So what do I do? What do I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you are right in business. Christmas. This is a gun pointed at our heads. You should assign me control of your stock. I have to have all the cards in my hand. Well, half the cards are in my hand. Ooh. Bro, what? He got that... Got that stare down, boy. Dude, the old... The old style Ferrari is so cool, too. Yeah. Is that Divergent? Is that the chick from Divergent? <laughs> I think so. Bro, that was Looks straight like out of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh that was pretty bad CGI. <laughs> Two objects cannot occupy the same point in space. <laughs> At the same moment in time. How many girls does this guy have? This might be interesting. Hey, Michael Mann Ferrari. made this thing, so I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. I didn't know there was a dramatic story to tell on Ferrari. That's good to know. I'm, I'm yeah, he seems like that. a troubled guy, like, trying to win some races. Nice. All right. Hey, Ford V Ferrari, next. shout out that movie. That was a great time. All right, we're going to check out the Boy the Heron trailer. Comes out December 8th. And I just want to say, I saw the cast list for the English dub for this movie. Oh, and it's baby. looking phenomenal. Let me Tell just me some names real quick. The voices of Christian Bale, Dave Batista, William Defoe, Led. Mark Hamill, Led. Robert Pattinson, Flores Holy Pogue, shit. <laughs> this is uh, a lot of Gemma jokes. Chan, and Karen Furika. I, I love Gemma Chan. I don't know Chan. all of them, but I know Mark Hamill, I know Christian Bale, I know Dave Batista, and I know William Dude. Defoe and Robert Pattinson, so, and Florence Pogue. That's badass. Dude, I hope Hamill does his Joker impression for one of these characters. Bro, he might be a that can be aggressive. Of a bad guy in there. So I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Alright, let's watch that trailer, bro. Yeah, let's check it out. 
Jeez Louise! Dude, that animation looked insane. Mine's lagging on my end, but I, I get a, I get a oh, gist. Okay. It's a good looking heron. What, that looked yep. like Spirited Away right there, I was just about to say. Spirited Away again right there. They like the tunnel action. I'm a sucker for the landscapes. Whoa. What the hell, bro? <laughs> Is that a Always lightsaber? Always got a fire spirit in there. Is that a lightsaber, bro? <laughs> you talking about the katana? It looked like a lightsaber, bro. <laughs> December eighth. Jeez, that was a that was an action packed. That was that was a lot. I'll tell you a good what, one bro. though. That's gonna be a sweet one. Should be. A, that was a cool little trailer. Definitely trippy. Yeah, it definitely slows down in the actual one because like her his his movies are known to be like they take their time and they're like really peaceful, but then they got some action. So look out. That's what that trailer was trying to let you know. We got some action. Hell yeah. All right, let's go. <laughs> I don't even like anime that much, but like I'm excited for that one. I'm. That's not even. I anime. like the anime. I like the anime movies. I've seen like Millennium Actress and Spirited Away. Um, but I, I think it has to be a TV show for it to be anime. But yeah, that it's might an anime that might be wrong. Movie. I don't know. Animation, I, anime, probably. Maybe yeah. it is. Who knows? And then I wanted to see the Life on Our Planet trailer again. Planet Comes Earth, out in two days. Dinosaurs. Yeah, like if you're watching this show. Go check it out on it's Netflix. Out. Here we go, Life on Our Planet. Classic rumbles from uh, Jurassic Park right there. And that's a footprint right there, if you didn't notice. It's yeah, I, I did. <laughs> this is the story of the great battles of survival. Is that Morgan Freeman? <laughs> Morgan Freeman. And the dynasties. Alright, they got the mammoths in there too. Let's go. And cheetahs? Alright, so it's a little bit of everything. From the beginning of life. Little evolution action. Okay. So we got. Not that yeah. we fully support oh, that. Oh, I'm in on it then. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Whoa! Tough animation there, man. Mammals on top, boy! Dude, this looks really good. Hey, Morgan's gonna be breaking it down for us. Oh, baby. I'm Morgan Freeman. Go, I love Spielberg. Hell yeah. <laughs> On our October 25th. Go watch it. I'll, I'll check All it right. out. Sure. I didn't know it for was sure, a little evolution sure. action. I now that yeah, now a little that little bit of that, everything. Yeah. But they're gonna get some of that. Let us know why reptiles are down there. So uh it's something I saw <laughs> on Disney Plus is is Goosebumps. Uh there's a Jeez. Disney Plus show. Looks a little clown town, in my opinion. Um, I tried to... So it's a show, but, like, every episode 
carries over to, into one another. Like it's not like standalone episodes like uh, the old Goosebumps was. We just I just wanted to give a little shout out to the OG Goosebumps. We used to go to the yeah, library bro. and get those. And I was I'm not gonna lie, I don't like scary movies, but like these Goosebumps things scared the shit out of me. That was the reason why. Yeah, that was the reason why you didn't like scary stuff. Is because yeah, these I ones probably put you probably strayed me away a little bit. Yeah. Shout out the uh, evil ventriloquist. That guy really messed up Ty's psyche for a while. But R.L. Stein crushed it back in the day with those books, and then we watched the TV show, like little episode movie kind of deals. I don't know how long they were. I can't remember, but scared the shit out of me when I was little. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up because it is spooky season out here. Yeah, um, for sure. We're getting close to uh, Halloween, and this is kind of a good little tie-in to uh, what's your favorite uh, Halloween movie of all time? Oh my gosh. I mean, I can't think of one right now, but the immediate one that I've already seen recently got to be my boys, the Peanuts with Snoopy the dog. It's Charlie Brown. Oh. Uh, the Great Pumpkin. I mean, that was that one popped off. It's a banger. Uh, it seemed to be popular on the old Apple TV, so I was like, why the hell not? I'm going to throw it on. And uh, it was a oh. good time. It was like all the classic. It, every, I mean, it's one of those ones... When we watched Tommy Boy, we were like, every scene's iconic. We were like, that's what, I mean, that's what this one is too. It's got like yeah. the uh, the football hold psych, and then uh, it's got uh, the costumes, and it's got Snoopy and his Red Baron, uh, like, flying around like a World War One pilot, and uh, it, it, it's got a lot of good stuff in there. Um, and it's a quick sure. 20 minutes, so I was like, why not? I'm just going to throw it on. Uh, I did break it down in depth. If you guys want more of that, I mean, I can easily break that down for you and let you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was a fun one and it, it encompasses the Halloween spirit. For me, I did see the OG Halloween movie. Like, is it Michael Myers? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Myers running around slicing people up. I wouldn't say that's my favorite though. I will say I watched that within the past year, but my favorite is Coco. And it's not a Halloween oh. movie, but it's a Day of the Dead. So I'm going to slide that one in there. That's one of the best Pixar's all movies of all time. I cried my ass off watching that movie. It's so, like, emotionally strong. And yeah, and we're going to have to put we're gonna have to put the clip from uh, the old uh, PewDiePie meme days that just made me laugh every time I watched it. It did, it created some great memes, but it's also a hell of a movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. If you, great if you haven't seen Coco, it's a perfect time. It's right around Halloween, and uh, it's a different. It's not like scary or anything. Like it's just a great movie, really heartfelt and wholesome. Good job, Dad. Right, cool. Proud of you for that one. That was a nice little out of the, outside the box yeah, thinking out of you. I like that. It's good. I like it. <laughs> All right, moving on to game talk, guys. Your favorite part of the show. I love it's game talk. Fucking go. <laughs> Let me pull it back in. I was saying it a sucks, lot of shit right? it's about so bad. NHL 24. It's so, yeah. No, yeah, we don't have so mad. Oh, NHL 24. Yeah, that one sucks, right, Ty? Yeah, yeah we don't like action. that one. Hey, no way. Hey, hey, hey. 
It's actually what? You, what? I had a great time playing with with Colby. No, no. Yeah, I don't know if it's just early stages. Like maybe like I'll it's get too easy though. from like yeah. We weren't scoring every time on the lacrosse, but I did get one in. We showed it in last week's video. I had to throw it in there, but we might as well throw it in this one again right here. You guys can take a listen. Oh. I had my headset sitting on the table so you can hear our reaction. I did lose my mind when I hit it. I knew it. I knew it. I like it looked right coming up. Like I didn't. I go no because I was like that looks timed well. So like there still is some skill aspect to it because you have to be in the right location. Um, but okay. I, I had fun using it. Yeah. So there it we might go. be a good play. Yeah. Hey, NHL 24 Still waiting back, on Bedard, boys. though. Let's let's put Bedard in the fucking game. All right? Holy shit. And then you spend your $70. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good. We'll tell you when you guys want to get it. All right? We'll tell you guys. All right. CS2, All right, CS2 CS2 two, guys. Oh, my. It's just CS2, guys. Remember that? Okay. CS2. Counter-Strike 2. CS2? Yeah. CS2. Let's talk about it. I had a uh, I had a big pack opening this past weekend, and uh, you'll see oh, the yeah? highlights now. I uh, <laughs> I pulled the AK. I pulled two back-to-back red pistols. Oh shit! It was an electrifying Yay! time, and uh, How these things only sold for like twenty bucks. But uh, another one back-to-back, bro. Back yeah, it was back? it was a fun uh, it was a fun what? pack opening. I was I was just pulling it with my buddies, and uh, they were gassing me up. So. That's the only reason why. But hey, do not buy these packs. Do not buy these cases. All right, let's just say I'm starting an intervention for Jake. Uh, it's it's becoming a problem. Uh, we're spending too much money on this game. Out here. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I'll call him and he'll be like, "You just you just had me killed in CS:GO too." Like I'm trying to. Oh well, I'm playing the game. I'm not CS2. opening cases. Yeah, I know, but Jake's playing the game. He, he's spending money on the game. I mean. I mean, we're fueling. Uh, he's my, having a good time. Yeah, we're you're, we're fueling my my love for the game by giving me a reason to play by talking about it, about it on the show. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna clip some of my best moments from uh, my last play session too, right here. All right. Yeah. See. Nice. I'm. I'm good. Okay. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun to be good at the game. Sorry about it. All right, Ty. <laughs> is there any news on this new Call of Duty? Yeah, it's only days uh, away. I just wanted to say, Modern Warfare Three. We're counting down the days currently. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on this one. Uh, the beta was a great time, as we mentioned last week. The maps. Uh, there will be sixteen of the Modern Warfare Two OG maps from like two thousand nine. They will be available on release to play. So search and destroy is going to be fun off the bat. Usually, it's kind of tough because you only play in like six maps or so. There's going to be plenty of maps in the rotation. And then they're going to add, um, I think they're going to add 12 new maps over the course of like all the seasons this year. So we'll have plenty of maps to play. I think that pulled us up to like 28 maps. That's awesome. So it should be I a good that. time. Yeah, and I'm there's map coding in the game, which is a great thing to see. Because uh, so there's some maps that no one wants to play. Some these developers kind of shove you on these maps, like maps like Piccadilly and Modern Warfare 2019. I remember I'd get yeah. that and I'd be like, "Shit, now I have to play this." I mean, I was map. pretty good at that map. I can't lie. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, but the map voting brings a new aspect to uh, the game. And no, the map. I think the, the voting is great. Play. Yeah, I'm glad uh, they brought that in. I, me personally, I, when I talk, when I think about this new COD, like 
everybody's pumped about them bringing back the old maps. And I personally don't have any kind of, uh, like, experience on them. So it might be good for me. Uh, but, like, why aren't we making new ones? Are they, are they making... So they make 12 new maps? Yeah. Or, like, actual yeah. new maps? 12 legit new maps, like, different than the old game will come good. out. Like, they'll drop, like, two a season. Yeah, as long as it's not all the OG maps. Because I, I, I like when they try to go in there and make some new ones. Have some fun with it. There's a Halo Battle Royale coming. It's not made directly by 343, but they created a Forge mode to where... People can kind of create maps similar to like Fortnite, like has like a creative uh, mode where oh, you we can know all maps. about Forge. But you can drop out of this like helicopter thing and jump in, and they have like drops, like kind of like loadout drops. So it, it that might be interesting. I don't think it'll have like the biggest like player count of all time, but I think it'd be if it does well. I think three four three could end up kind of taking over and making their own battle royale. I think that'd be cool. I mean, we've been asking for it for a long time, so that would be pretty awesome. I think the Halo map for just, like, the uh, story mode for Infinite was just massive already. So if they found yeah. a way to work it in to that, no, I, that'd be uh, an incredible addition. But yeah. uh, and, who like, knows we, if they're going to gonna try to appease the people. We used to play right. on Halo Reach back in the day, heavily on Forge, just, like, with our, like, buddies or something like uh And uh, that's how we learned how to play games originally. Like, that was our first shooter game so that would be cool to come back to it eventually so as you guys know i think we talked about it last week or the week before this new spider-man came out this past friday and we got the man the myth the legend playing the game oh let's go oh baby all right zach first initial thoughts on the spider-man game wow that's all i gotta say wow um wow I already finished the game. The game came out on uh, oh my god! Friday. Wow, we got a full review. I thought this it was the game. I'm a, I'm a glad I'm coming back as a reoccurring guest. I appreciate you guys for having me. First week, yeah, yeah, reoccurring yeah, guest. Yeah, yeah, it means yeah. a lot to me. It really does. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this game is it's legit. Um, it, it's. I don't know. It's it's light years beyond the first one. Let's just say that. Just uh, combat. And that was already that was already your favorite. Yeah, game. it was already pretty good. Uh, just like combat uh, traversal. I don't know. I just felt. I feel like I'm just. I'm going. I'm going. And I, and I just. You're I'm flying. not stopping. Let's go. Uh, What's your yeah. favorite addition to the game? Um, I like the. Uh, and you know what the, I'm like, getting at? Powers you have. So you Ooh. obviously get the black suit, and you have like venom powers. Let's just, I'll, I'll give you a little little sneak peek of what my suit's looking like right now. All right, all right, all right. Let's Ooh, see it. Oh, my whammy. <laughs> oh, baby. And wait, that's also a cool so thing. So, how do you find suits? Game. Do you have to like go do jobs? You to unlock them? them as levels. So, look, look, there's this new thing where, so this is the suits, and then you can have like different styles oh, of they suits. You can like quick switch to quickly. Yeah. So one thing like I remember idiot. from the old game is you could play a side quest for a suit. Is that still available in the game? Uh, no. You just have to level up. You have up. to just unlock them. Okay. Uh, actually, That's kind of no, sad. I like that. There are some side quests. But also, here's another big... that You guys will lose it on this one. Maybe. Whoa. Ooh, classic. Classic vibe. Cool. And then I'll, nice. I'll, leave, I'll leave you with this one. I'll leave you with this one. Zach, oh, we yeah. need a wingsuit review. Huh? Wingsuit review? <laughs> You think it's a good addition? Uh, yeah. It's, it's that's how I travel. Next level? That's how I travel. 
Is fast travel is like, too easy, or do you what what do you, what do you do in that situation? I, fast travel's like that, but I don't use it just because it's so fun to glide everywhere. I love that, Zach. Yeah, I, I was curious to see your if thoughts that on, was taking it on out. some of these uh, TikToks. See, I saw that one. I don't think you understand. Peter Parker, Miles Miles Morales. I know them. They're my friends. They're my friends. I've decided they're real. They're my friends. Don't argue with me. They're real. They're my boys. Those are the boys. You understand? <laughs> When the two of them, those are those me. boys. That guy seems to get involved with you. Hundred percent me this entire weekend. And then like, one more, Zach. Fun. The NPCs talk like this. I've been nannying on and off with a bunch of different families, probably for about three years wow. since, since my sophomore year. Wow. Um, uh, and it's 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 a great. Just listen know. to how I'm detailed they get right here. This reminds me of Squanch games. No, dude, like they got Chat GPT in the NPCs, bro. No, I didn't know that. It's, you know what? It's okay. We all yeah. are. We, none of us, like, who Ty, pull up that Watch your, like, because it's yeah. an accurate kind of representation of what I would like when I thought that. Watch them, like, get into, like, how to, like, clean a baby's, like, diaper. Like, it's like. I haven't really held a baby before this job. I mean, I really, it's just, it feels foreign AF to me, you know? Uh, so, can you, can you just give me, like, some pointers, maybe? That's crazy. I got you. Like, this is real, yeah, like, we in the, the game. Gist. That's crazy. I, yeah. have to find that. I don't know. Find that. Yeah, let's Zach, play, let Zach play talk about it. Please. The one or the guy. Which one? Reaction All right, let me find it. Venom. All right, let me find it. Sure. That literally was me when I first... And let's just say, I'm not going to say who Venom is, but let's just say, let's just say it's quite the hairy situation. Wait, what the hell? Ah, that's not, that's not canon, is it? Well, what? Oh, I, don't, I didn't say, I didn't say you anyone. I didn't spoil it. Oh, all right. I'm I think you issues, did. Bro. I think you kind of like, I'm kind of upset about it. It's just hairy situation. It's just hairy situation. Zach, I need your opinion on the character development and the story for this. Is it like you're uh, invested? Miles is unreal. He, yeah. like, you start, you know, in the last game, he's, like, like starting to become Spider-Man. He, I think he might be better than Peter in this game. Just cause, I don't feel like Peter's soft cool. in this game. Man. Just because he's, like, I don't know, he's, he's getting older. But, I mean, he's still sick. And he, oh, no, I will say, when he gets the black suit on, Peter is a menace. He, I love it. It's, like, straight, straight out of Spider-Man 3, Bully oh, McGuire. Awesome. I mean, it's, it's exactly <laughs> amazing. All right, I got to see this. But, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, well, no, Good stuff. Zach, you never sent me the TikTok. You never sent me I sent you the one where... Okay, I'll send it again. Just go ahead and play it. Real quick. All that work for a fat second clip. We appreciate you, Zach. All right. It was fun. That was just the best reaction about them. Right. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, my God. It's good. Oh, Zach, I'm happy for you and I'm happy you're fanboying your ass off. We appreciate you joining us for this uh, segment of the show. We got to get out of here because it's been a long one. Thank you, I Zach. Yeah. Zach, you want to do GGs with us and get out of here? Let us know what movies you want us to watch, maybe, perhaps, and uh, any games you want us to check out. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> GG. GG. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>